Hello and welcome to the Mindful Sun podcast, where we talk all things mindset, spirituality, manifestation, and business. I'm Daymante, your host and mindset and abundance coach, working with female entrepreneurs ready to step into their power and create the life and business of their dreams. Hello, beautiful souls. Thank you for coming back to the podcast, for hanging out here with me today. I hope that whatever you're doing, whether that would be washing the dishes or driving somewhere, that I'm able to keep you some company. September 1st is the day that our lives have changed forever. And September 1st is now the day that me and my husband will be celebrating until the end of time. (laughs) Until we're too old to remember the date, probably. And the reason why is because this time last year, September 1st, 2021, was a day that we were moving into our dream home that we built and designed. And when I say we built, I mean the builders built it. We didn't build it, but (laughs) Um, we got to design it from scratch. This beautiful, magical home that we manifested. And it makes actually a very, very cool story, which I will be recording a completely separate podcast episode about, all about manifesting your dream home. So watch out for that. But that was the day that we were moving into our house. It was finally done. It was our moving date. We got the keys um, officially on August 31st, signed a contract late in the evening, and then we had the movers scheduled and we were officially moving um, on September 1st. However, what makes this date uh, so special wasn't just that that was the date we moved into our home, But it just so happens that this date fell that we were on our way to the new house. So let me back up. We loaded up all our furniture. We had the movers coming um, and we were driving to the new house to meet the movers with a car full of plants and knickknacks and things. (laughs) And on the way there, we didn't actually go straight to the house. We had to stop and we had our embryo transfer on that date. So for those of you who are like, what the heck is she talking about embryo transfer? Me and my husband, our fertility journey um, did not look as we had imagined. It was a very hard journey, a very emotional journey because we suffered um, with infertility. So we ended up having to do IVF. And I actually have a whole other episode where I share my experience about IVF and what it is. So I'll make sure to link that in the comments if that is something that you're interested in. And I just want to mention that if you are currently experiencing um infertility or trying to have a baby and it's not happening I just want to let you know that I'm thinking of you and I'm holding the prayers in my heart that your time is coming soon so we had to do IVF and it just so fell that our embryo transfer which is actually the final step of IVF um, where essentially they put in your tiny little embryo 
in your womb and then you find out about a week later whether you are pregnant and whether the little embryo stuck around in your womb and turns into a baby um, or not. So... (laughs) So we were driving to the house and we had to stop at the clinic, at our fertility clinic for the embryo transfer. And it was a very fascinating experience. Uh, And it was so different than anything I ever imagined. Essentially, um, we got to watch on a television screen, um, the doctor inserting our tiny little embryo into my womb. And my husband got to be there in a room with me, got to, hand, got to hold my hand, and we actually got to watch it on the screen, which is just so crazy. When I, when I say it out loud, it sounds like something from like um, the future, right? It sounds very, very futuristic. I mean, it was a baby girl. I actually, not just me, both me and my husband, um, really wanted a baby girl. Um, We had the name Luna May picked out for about 10 years. I had a meditation experience before I found out that that we couldn't conceive naturally, where Luna May came to visit me in the meditation. The meditation was nothing to do with, um, was nothing to do with meeting your baby. It was some kind of soul journey that I went on. And as the guided meditation was coming to an end, the the person who was leading it, honestly, I don't actually remember. If someone asks me what meditation was it, what soul journey was it, I don't remember. It's one of those things where I just followed my intuition and found something on YouTube and did it. And I remember that it was a the the person who was leading the meditation was kind of starting to tell me to guide me to come back to to leave the soul space and come back to my body. As I was about to start kind of winding down and coming back down into my body, the soul of a little girl appeared out of nowhere and jumped up on me and hugged me. And it filled me with so much love. I could feel this really, really strong, unconditional love radiating from her. Like she hugged me so tight and she was so excited. And I just remember, I just knew that I had just met my daughter, that I had just met Luna May. And it made me cry because it's, I still get emotional just talking about it um, because it was so unexpected and it just kind of came out of nowhere. This was before I knew that we we would have to do IVF. Um, And I think I may have shared this in a previous episode, just how beautiful and helpful that was for me to hold faith that it was going to happen. She appeared as just kind of light. It was just like her light body, but it was just intuitive knowing that I knew that was my daughter. I knew it was a little girl and I could just feel so much love from her. So on our way to the new house, when we stopped at the clinic, I tried to not get too excited. I was very excited, but I was really trying to kind of keep my expectations low and to just surrender to the process because when you have your embryo transfer, the success averages really depend on your medical conditions, your age. But I think for us, we got the success rate of 65 or 70%. So the odds were in my favor. However, it doesn't mean that it was going to stick. I know for a lot of women, their first transfer doesn't take and it can take two or three transfers. So I was really excited, but kind of just trying to, you know, trying to let it go and just see what happens. And I remember as we were driving, um, so I sat in a car and I had a plant pot on my lap. 
because like I said, our car was full of stuff. And it was a plant that one of my closest friends gifted me, I think the year prior for my birthday. And it had um, a succulent and a cactus in it. And as I was driving with this plant on my lap, I looked down and the cactus had a baby pop up just to the side of the cactus out of nowhere. And I remember taking a picture of it and texting my friend. She was one of the very few people that knew about my IVF journey kind of in real time as it was happening. And I remember just texting her and saying, hey, there's a baby on my plant. I'm hoping this is a good omen. <laughs> um, so anyway, so we get to the clinic and... The procedure comparing to everything else that I went through was actually really, really painless, really quick, honestly, just like a really beautiful experience. And we were just in so much awe to be able to see this tiny little embryo, this tiny little poppy seed being planted in my womb. So we did that. Um, and then we kept driving and moved into our new home. Um, it was such a magical day because we had this amazing house that we, you know, we built from scratch. We bought it when it was just a piece of wooded land. And then, you know, we got to watch it cleared and the foundation poured and it all being built and just kind of coming uh, piece by piece, turning into a home over 11 months. And as we moved in, I, um, I kept really busy, of course, because, you know, I had so much unpacking to do. And I remember before my transfer, I thought, man, how am I going to, how am I going to get through this first, um, you know, this first week before I can take a pregnancy test and find out if it worked? I thought that would just be like the most excruciating waiting time ever. But, you know, having moved into a new home was actually in a weird way, like a very, very amazing thing because it kept me so busy. I had so much to do. There was boxes everywhere. And this house was like almost double the size of our first home. So, you know, in between unpacking boxes, I was doing so much shopping for furniture, which by the way, I love to do. I love interior design. Um, so I really love the whole process of designing and buying the house. But for some reason, the whole time, I was filled with just so much peace and like, I just didn't need to worry. For some reason, I just didn't really have any anxiety about it. And I was just fully surrendered that whatever, you know, will be, will be. And I kind of just had this faith and just this knowing in the back of my head that we were going to get our baby girl because I already met her. Like, you know, I already know she's waiting for the perfect time to arrive in her own time. And whether it was going to be this round or whether I was going to have to do another transfer or even if I had to do another cycle of IVF, I was just kind of at peace with it. And knowing what I know now, I feel like that was just such a beautiful indication of how my pregnancy journey was going to go for the most part. So to back up, I think I took my first test on day five. So I had my blood test, I think on day nine or 10, but I couldn't wait. I was too excited slash just wanted to know. <laughs> um, so I took my first test on day five and I remember just looking at it and I couldn't really see, I couldn't really see anything. 
And then I left it, I left the test, I left it for longer than it said, came back to it, and I could see a very, very faint line. And I remember just thinking, holy shit, I think I'm pregnant. Like, I think I'm pregnant. So I tried to show it to, to my husband, to Ollie, and I was like, I think it worked. I was like, you need to come see this, you need to come see this. I was so excited, uh, but also kind of being a little nervous about being too excited prematurely just because of, you know, how our journey looked. Um, and he, he goes to me, I can't see anything. Of course, right? Of course, you can see anything. And I was like, are you kidding me? There's a line. It's really faint. There's a line right there. And he was like, babe, I'm sorry, but I don't see it. So I was like, oh man, okay. So then I go into like one of my uh, IVF groups and, you know, and they're like, you need to go get a pink dye pregnancy test. So I was like, okay, uh, I think at the same time we needed like some hangers or whatever it was. So I sent my husband over to, to Target to pick up a pink dye pregnancy test. And I took it later that evening. And after I took it, very clearly there was a second line. And I was pregnant. Right now, Luna May is about to turn four months old tomorrow, which would be September 20th. Um, this episode is going to go out on Wednesday, September um, 21st. At the time of releasing it, she will have just turned four months old. And oh, I'm getting emotional. <laughs> trying not to cry on a podcast. Trying not to cry on a podcast. And these are good tears, though, by the way, guys, if you're listening. It's just so much joy and happiness. Because this baby girl was just so, so wanted. And my pregnancy journey um, was amazing up until the end. The end was kind of rough, y'all. <laughs> I was in a three weeks of prodromal labor. Again, I will do a whole other episode to share all about my secret birth experience and kind of that transition. I think I did an episode where I talked about... Um, my pregnancy journey thus far before she was born and I think when I did it that was right at the start of me kind of going into that prodromal labor um, so I will drop a link for that if you're interested if you're not interested in having kids then feel free to, to skip those but just um, I also kind of talk about the spiritual elements of transitioning into becoming the mother and leaving the maiden behind and just uh, the spiritual and physical experience of being pregnant and giving birth is just, uh, there's just words don't even fully describe what it's like. Just a woman's body is, our bodies are just so amazing what they do. And it's just such a, such a sacred initiation. Something else that I wanted to share too, which was really cool. So last June, uh, last June, I flew home to Ireland the first time in, I think, two and a half years, because that's where my immediate family lives. That's where my parents live. And I hadn't been able to see them because of the pandemic. You know, flying wasn't really optional or possible. So that was my first opportunity to go see my family. And it was right as I was about to start the, um, the official IVF process. We had already done testing, but I was about to start my cycle. And I remember going home and kind of telling my mom and my dad that this is, this is what we're going through. This is how it's looking. Um, and I was terrified, you know, I was terrified. I was scared. I didn't know what to expect. It was a, it was a hard thing to go through. 
Um, and if you've if you've ever gone through that, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, but I remember my mom hugged me and she said, everything's going to be okay. She was like, don't worry, everything is going to be okay. And she was like, I just saw something. Um, she, she basically had a vision and I asked her to tell me what it was, but she said, no, she said, I, I'm not going to tell you. She was like, um, it's not time. I'll, if she was like, if it's actually a vision, then I'll tell you once it com comes true. So I kind of just left it at that. And after, um, after we knew we were pregnant, so even though I told my parents that I was going through IVF, I never gave them any exact dates because Honestly, I just didn't want the extra pressure of people checking in and asking me, how you're feeling? How's it going? Did it work? Did it not work? Um, I think only my husband and like two friends knew about the exact dates that I was doing it. That was, I didn't tell anybody else. It was a, you know, it was a private, uh, a very private, very raw, intimate experience. So once we actually announced that we were pregnant, um, my mom told me something. She told me what she saw. Actually, I think she told me, she told me this after Luna Mae was already born. At the time, when, I, when we first announced it, of course, my parents just, you know, they just cried and they were so happy for us and my husband's parents were so happy for us. But actually, after Luna Mae was born, I had a conversation with my mama on the phone and I don't remember, I don't remember what we were talking about, but I was talking about the house and how it, you know, how it's going to be close to a year in September. Um, and then she told me the vision that she had. She said that I saw you moving into your house pregnant. And she didn't know that actually on the way, on the way to moving into our home, we had embryo transfer. So technically Luna May moved in with us on the same day that we moved into this, ho into this house, baby girl moved in with us in my belly, in my womb, which is just so, so magical. Oh gosh, this home has just been just such a, such a beautiful divinely led experience in so many levels. But anyway, so I told my mom that I was like, you know what? Uh, we actually had a transfer, transfer on a day that we moved in. So technically, you know, she was in my womb. So technically I was pregnant on a day that we moved in. And she just thought that it was just the craziest, most beautiful thing. And it was just so cool that my mama saw a vision of that before, before she knew anything or before she knew that it even happened. So... Yeah, so this is this is the episode for today. Just sharing this beautiful kind of magical manifestation story about September 1st. And this year, um, I totally wanted to do like a special photo shoot um, and celebrate. But in reality, <laughs> being uh, first time parents of a baby with uh, no family here, it's just me and my husband. Our families live in England and Ireland, so halfway across the world. And just being really, really tired, I didn't, I did not have time to plan like a professional photo shoot. But we did take some really cute, um, some really cute selfies with baby girl. And we got her dressed up and we just had, had some nice food and just really, just, we're just really present and just enjoying this magical magical life that we have created and everything that we have achieved in just a year. So thank you for listening 
Um, I do have one request for you. If you're listening to this podcast, if you love this podcast, I have so many amazing episodes in a pipeline and I would love for you to leave me a review. Help us spread the word. Help us, help me spread the word about this podcast. Share it on your Insta stories. Um, rate it on Apple Podcasts. Or if you're listening on Spotify, please give it a rating on Spotify. It's really going to help me get the word out, spread the message, and give me the motivation to get more episodes recorded and out to you faster. <laughs> All right, my loves, that is what I have for you today. I hope that you are having a beautiful, wonderful evening, morning, night, day, wherever you are in the world. And I'm sending you so much love. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a review on iTunes as it would really help to spread the word about this podcast. And come connect with me and find more inspiration over at my Instagram at the Mindful Sun. Thank you and see you on the next episode.